how many times have you done ayahuasca? I just I just discovered it. I've only done it uh, ten times now. How the fuck you just discover it and you've done it ten times? How? So, the Moose Lodge, where's your mom at in this situation? She's old school Mexican lady. Uh, mind your business, you know. She she talked her shit, but it fell to deaf ears, you know. There was no <laughs> controlling my daddy. He did what he did. Yeah. And that was that. But, uh, yeah, she's just old school, you know. They They don't believe in divorce. They don't believe in that. I mean, I, I mean, it's fucked up, but it's all we're all healed up now. But yeah, she was pretty yeah. much a doormat to my father the entire time until he left her. Mm. But uh, you know, I'm funny. <laughs> 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 you know how it goes. I know how it goes. <laughs> funny doesn't fun, funny doesn't ferment in a good home. <laughs> so wait, a good childhood you, or whatever. You speak Spanish. Poquito. It was, it was, uh, my parent, my grandparents came here, you know, it's pretty racist. And they came here in like the thirties or forties in, in mm -hmm. the projects in Los Angeles. And, and they, they try to hide it because, you know, they got beat and spit on and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And so even my first generation American aunts and uncles, a lot of them aren't fluent. My mom's the only one that's fluent. And then when it came time to teach us, it was kind of like, we're American. You speak yeah. English here, you know? So it's very, uh, I have, it's very weird. Like I, I, I am Mexican and I love my culture. I know what, I know I look white as shit, but also you don't look like, that I, white. I, I it's just that, the I have hat. Like, <laughs> it's no, just the you know hat. I mean? like, you I got, got the... that Texas in me. Yeah. You look Tex-Mex. Yeah. I got yeah. that like, <laughs> it's America, you know, but yeah. also, yeah. It's in my act. I say my dad's like poquito racist. He says like build the wall. I'm like, what about mom, man? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just shit like that. The obvious, but it, it, it's my, it's my, it's my, uh, it's my my family. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's I wanted. Nah, it seems you definitely should have been in foster care. Like starting off early. I'm like, I relate to a lot of this chaos. <laughs> This chaos sounds very comforting. Well, I'm like, oh, I remember hanging out in bars. Like, what was the first drink you ever had? Do you remember? Like, the first thing you ever drank, first piece of alcohol, like, sip of alcohol you ever had? And who gave it to you? Yeah. Um, I was always sneaking them. I would sneak sips of my uncle's whiskey mm -hmm. and tequila. I must have been, like, oh, bro, I don't know, six, seven years old. Uh, my daddy's beers he'd let me try it though um yeah just little but it, 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 uh, i didn't like it at that age and then yeah. i grew up and then i just started drinking yeah at like yeah. 15 weed came in sooner i was 12 weed was like oh there you are oh there how'd you, you find are, weed love. who who introduced you to weed my sister she's seven she years older than me 
Oh, did she give you some good shit? So she was like eight, 18. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, Dude, uh, oh. yeah, my cousins had the schnickel fits. Schnickel but they fits. had both. They had Kush. I had, they basically, caca weed, boo-boo weed. Um, oh, trash, stress, juice. Sticks and seeds. Yeah. But Should it they give you like a headache? Sometimes sprayed with, you know. Yeah. No, tell them what it's sprayed with, because I've been trying to tell people this. I was trying to tell my lady this. PCP. Thank you, because I'm going to play this episode for my lady. Yeah. And what else? PCP. And did you ever hear roach spray and boot spray? Yeah, bad stuff, bro. Yeah. Bad stuff. I did it once. I I got an ounce for 40 bucks, and and, and, and I never did it again. It was disgusting. Wait, what you it's spray on? Stepped it? on weed, brick weed. I didn't spray shit. It came sprayed. <laughs> like I wasn't adding to it. Oh, it was could garbage, you, bro. Could you taste it? You was like, that's a breeze. Like, what the fuck is that? Windex? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It taught me how to roll joints, though. I remember I was like, I bought an ounce, and I was like, I'm gonna sit here till like a roll a joint, and then I and I did it. I taught myself. I've been rolling since twelve. <laughs> That's an engineer and, uh, brain right but yeah, there. Yeah, but they had the Kush too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna figure this shit out. But only with that. <laughs> That's your Rubik's Cube. That's the hood of Rubik's Cube. Fucking <laughs> rolling weed. Not, I can roll one one handed in the dark. Um and the thing is you develop that before. skill in the dark. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was like, they had that good shit too. It was a choice. Do you want, do you want God's weed or the devil's weed? What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, he left. So before we started recording, you were talking about your relationship with weed. When did your relation? So your relationship with weed started at twelve, but when did it really become that thing that you did every single day? Like, when did it become a coping mechanism? Immediately, you discovered it can be a coping mechanism, coping mechanism, like, later in life or, like, from that moment. That's how it was introduced to you. Um, it was, it was for funsies until mm-hmm. about 15, 16, and mm-hmm. then it took over. What then, changed then it was, at 15, it was, 16? Uh, um, I, I started selling it. I started hustling and selling weed. And then I realized I get more and I like the feeling and made me feel good. Mm-hmm. And it made me cool. And, you know, and you're the weed man in Los Angeles yeah. and you got the good shit and, and you know how it goes. And, I sold uh, weed. <laughs> yeah. I, I sold weed up. for like 13 years. 13 yeah. years. I saw that for maybe like 13 hours. Yeah. I was yeah. good at it. I, 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 I was a good, bad drug dealer. I would sell drugs to fund my habit. So I was mm-hmm. just about breaking even. Like, <laughs> like how much weed can I ingest and sell? <laughs> or cocaine or Vicodin or Oxycontin or whatever the poison may have been. At 15, you were yeah. doing those at 15? The narcotics crept in a little bit later. Um, pills started in high school as funsies, mm-hmm. and then yeah. they they went dark. You know, they're, they're highly addictive. 
and nobody knew nothing then you know this was oh two nobody mm-hmm. knew you could die nobody knew their, how addictive they were but all of a sudden i say that i share this a lot because it's a good analogy but like uh like the pills games was fun. Like we get a prescription of Vicodin for our tooth, <laughs> for our mm-hmm. tooth hole right there, yeah. and then we would share it. We'd be like, "Hey, here you go, Monroe. Here you go. Here you go." And then maybe like one year later, if we dropped a pill on the floor, it was like, "Don't fucking move." And I say yeah. the joke like it turns you into <laughs> Batman. Like where, where is it? Where is it? You know? And you're just like, and it, I oh. saw it change us. It yeah. corrupted us. Damn. It went from here you go, Mike. To like, where's my fucking shit? It, with your best friends, it was crazy, bro. What type and of high school? You know, do, I, I don't want to get in. What type of high school did like, you go it to? Went, you know, uh, in Torrance, it was it was fairly eclectic. A lot, a lot of white, a lot of Asian, black and brown. Uh, you mm. know, it. Yeah. Torrance is an. Torrance is interesting. Because by the ocean, it's very nice. And then you hit Western, and that's when the the gangs start or whatever, when the racism starts. You know, I didn't draw the lines. The government did that. But (laughs) that's just how it is. And, uh, (laughs) yeah. But my cousins wouldn't like... Anybody who looked like that didn't like to cross Western because you Mm -hmm. got pulled pulled over. Okay, all right. You, You know, you got harassed by the police. So your cousins so, didn't uh, visit you? I would go to the hood a lot. Okay. No, we visited them a lot more. But it was exciting <laughs> over there, you know? More fireworks, yeah. more more guns and shit. And yeah. yeah. Before 4th of July, somebody pull out a gun and go pop, 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 you know? And, yeah. And, just, and you're like, like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Neighbors got bullet holes in the car, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a child rubbing. I'm like, wow. <laughs> you know? But it's sad. Yeah, I'm not trying to promote that life. It no, we're not promoting it. My cousins are in. We are not promoting yeah, it. Yeah. We we laughing honest. at it because we survived it. We're 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 yeah. doing what comedians do. We're we're finding the, the the nuance and talking about the funny and making it satirical. I don't know. I'm just saying. Monty Salaba. No, I know what you mean. Like I'm I'm not trying to. I agree with you 100%. I'm never trying to glorify something that takes lives, but it is funny when you sit back and look at all of it. You're like, this is crazy, y'all. What are we doing here? We're getting into, I mean, not we're, but they're getting into shootouts. Mm -hmm. L.A. hood sounds very similar to... to... Oh, I said L.A. hood is very similar to no Philly. I'm from Philly. Um... And Philly's yeah. hoods are slower. Like, shit happens at a fast pace, but it's like, ah, I can't explain it. Like, New York is stacked on top of each other. Philly is not. That shit is spread out. You can go to the suburbs and still end up in the hood. you are like, where the fuck? Like, how'd I end up back in North Philly? You think you found, yeah. like, a portal or some shit. So, like, when I was younger, like, I grew up around... All of that shit. So hearing you say that, I'm like, damn, I'm not from the West Coast, but I had similar upbringing. Yeah. Yeah. But now with the the pill shit, I was in group homes and the pill thing was, the, the way that the pill thing affected me was they were prescribing kids like, um, like, um, 
Adderall and Ritalin and all that stuff. And then what was happening was the staff. Let, let, let's call them what they really are. Hang on. Sorry. It's meth, y'all. That's fucking meth in a pill. Wake up. Adderall and amphetamines. I'm sorry. I got to get that out. because yeah, Look it up. It's amphetamine made by uh, the Nazis. The, the old fucking... Uh, you know, I swear. Sorry. Sorry. I have to... No, have don't to apologize. No, because some of them don't even know that. Yeah, yeah. You didn't yeah. even know that. Did you know that? I did Adderall not know that. Amphetamine? No. I, Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. They prescribed me Adderall why, and Ritalin and all like, those things. Yeah. 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 But you know what's crazy? Wildlife. They give kids speed. Mm-hmm. Here's the crazy thing. The staff would, like, bribe the kids for the medicine. So that's when, and that was like 90, that was like 90-something, like late 90s, like approaching the 2000s. And, like, the staff would be like, yo, 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 give me, give me your pills. And it was weird because... You used to have to take the pills, stick them, like, like swallow them, open your mouth, show them, like, ah, like I swallowed the pill. And then if they didn't trust you, they'll stick their finger in your mouth and, like, look around and be like, oh, okay, you swallowed it, go ahead. Now, when that behavior switched, it was when staff stopped checking and was like, and they'll come to you later, like, yo, did you swallow your pill? And you'd be like, No. And they'll be like, let me get that. And they'll give you snacks and shit, like Doritos. Yeah. So I seen that in a different way. Yeah, I seen that in a different way. We experienced the same thing, but like in the different, yeah, what? So, um. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's so fucking crazy, dude. They're just giving people, giving kids speed. And I try to, it's, that's what it is. People are like, no, it's prescribed by your doctor. Fuck you, dude. You, they, they're giving children meth. Yeah, why do you it's think crazy. that's so, though? What, so would be, what would be the the reasoning behind that? I'm not saying I disagree. I just want to see, like, what would be the ultimate payoff for the government? Is to sell... What, sorry. Uh, my thoughts are different, bro, because uh, they're ran by the devil and they answer to Satan and they want us poisoned and sick and not connecting to God so they can manipulate us and twist us and get us to do evil things. Okay. Are you religious? <laughs> Wait, no. Yeah. <laughs> All right, because I'm trying to see if, like, the devil... I, uh... Is the devil, like, a, is, is the devil symbolic for something or is the devil, like, no, nah, there's... It's not the battle of right or wrong. It's good and evil. <laughs> right, what's up? <laughs> I didn't believe. I didn't. I didn't believe in any of this until two weeks ago. What happened until two weeks I ago? experienced it in the spirit ayahuasca in the spirit realm, and uh, I made fun of holy rollers my entire life. I judged them. Okay. I was like, you guys are idiots. That's a man written book. That's this, that's that. And then I did ayahuasca and I, and I fought, I fought, you know who. And and then I, I went, I went, this, this shit's real. And it scared me. You fought me. the devil? Yeah. What, what the devil look like? What that motherfucker look like? Yeah. Because yeah. what if he be walking around? What if the oh, devil man. is around? What did he look he, like? 
you know what he looks like. He he looks like uh, he 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 looks like uh, Biden. He looks like Trump. He looks like Bill <laughs> Gates. He looks like anybody trying to take your sovereign, God-given rights. Mm-hmm. Anybody coming? Anybody? You know, he looks like amphetamines. He's everywhere, bro. But it's hard. Like it, 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 it's funny. I say this shit. I know how it sounds too. I know how it sounds. I didn't believe it two weeks ago. I would be like, Craig's out to lunch. But anybody no. who's experienced what I've <laughs> experienced, so if you t- no, if you I'm drink not. ayahuasca, you, you'll be like, oh shit. <laughs> it's no, me. there's a delay. <laughs> there's a delay. I don't. I don't take my my reaction. It's just a delay. I'm only like this because I'm listening. And then by the time I respond, it just looks like I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> this fool's judging me. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not judging you. That's I grew devil. up. You know what's weird is I grew up under that type of thinking because I grew up in religious households. Most of my foster parents were religious and they said the same thing. And then when I got older, that I may, I don't know if that way of thinking stopped, but I didn't hear it as much. And then when I like now, you're like the first person where I'm like, oh shit, like I, I remember that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, I'm like, yeah. okay. So I want to know how you got there. Like, what got you to ayahuasca? Like, what was the thing that was like, yo? I got to try this shit because people explain ayahuasca to me and they just say you throw up and you shit yourself for like three hours. That doesn't sound fun. Yeah, but uh, no, it's not that. There's many misconceptions. Okay. I mean, you you can throw up and you purge demons and shit. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, whether it's real or not, it sure fucking feels real on the sauce. Like you'll be vomiting it's called purging you'll be purging vomit but in in the in your head it's like maggots and 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 mm. it's like exorcisms you seen it's maggots cr- and you uh you you it's like uh, yeah but and people get scared of it but i can't get enough of it i'm gonna i'm gonna face what i gotta face and i'm gonna get rid of this shit it's mm. like thorns you know how like you get a splinter or a thorn in your skin and it gets infected yeah. So emotional and, and traumas that happen to your so- childhood are in your soul. They're yeah. embedded. They're stored. Those okay. knots. And so you go do ayahuasca and you and you get rid of this shit. And then you're free. And then it allows you to, to fucking angel up and help people and heal. So how many times have you done ayahuasca? <laughs> what? I just, I just discovered it. I've only done it uh, 10 times now. How the fuck you just discover it and you've done it 10 times? How? <laughs> I'm, no, so I, I, I met I you a month ago, right? Like the, I, Karen introduced us a month ago. So within that month, you yeah, yeah. your life changed. And did you do ayahuasca yeah. consecutively 10 times? Or did you spread it out within those no. two weeks? It's a... It's a monthly thing in my church or circle. It's not a church. Uh, oh, I'm like, uh, I'll go back to yeah, church. Church seem popping now. They giving out real, real shit. I go to Come church. On. If they like, here's Come some on, ayahuasca. Bro. I'm like, yo, Come with that. me, baby. 
Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come bomb at the devil with me. Come fight that motherfucker. Woo! <laughs> you, so, ever been in a, you ever been in a knife fight with the devil? Nah. Come on, baby. Let's go. <laughs> They used to they, they used to throw Bibles at the devil. My foster parents they would like yeah. if they like if they deemed something the devil like maybe like their kid was talking back to them they fucking grab that Bible from the side table and fucking whiz it whiz it at the head like. Shoo. Did you grow like, up in a religious family? The devil. <laughs> uh, a little bit. They went to church. Some of them. Yeah, I went okay. to church with Nana, and we grew up with it, but it didn't it didn't absorb. I like I went I was an altar boy for 10, 12 years, and I know one prayer. I know one prayer. I was eating sugar what is matches, it? running a month. What's the prayer? What's the prayer? The our our Father who art thou art in heaven. That one. That's the only Yo, one I know. That's the universal prayer. That's like the pledge of allegiance. Yeah. Of prayers, like you don't even, <laughs> you just say it because that's the quickest thing you can remember. You're just like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I know yeah. God is grace, God is good. Remember, God is grace, God is good. Remember that yeah. kid prayer, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, bro, that's it. I, I, like, I, I became a believer a week ago. Like, Damn. and it wasn't till my 10th time, it wasn't till my 10th time on ayahuasca. Cause mm. I would, I, and then I started asking questions and then they're like, yeah, dog, this shit's real. There's a spiritual war going on. You didn't know. And I was like, I thought it was fake. Damn. <laughs> but you look so outside is- and you go, Oh, I see it. I see it. What do you yeah. see? What, what, what are we missing? As a, um, the, the the sleepers, the I'm a sleeper. I'm still asleep, or at least I feel like I'm still asleep. What are you missing? Uh, Meaning, you saying that I don't know. Oh, okay. Never mind. I don't know if I phrased it right. I was trying to go off your last um, statement where you said um, the spiritual war thing, and I'm saying like, what what indicates the spiritual war and what are people not seeing um anybody trying to take your essence stay pure Mm -hmm. stay in your heart okay you know you know what it is you sell out this you sell you know you do you know it's drugs or 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 this or that or it's you know i i can't if it doesn't feel right if it doesn't flow let it go i don't know how to uh you know i'm other, just come drink ayahuasca with me, bro. I don't fucking know, dog. Come on, come on, come get some. Nah, I can't move You'll to ayahuasca. I tried. Like, I, I, I tried shrooms for the first time. That shit had me sitting there shaking like a goddamn rescue. I was like, like a like a rescue during the thunderstorm, dog. I was just shaking. I was like, nah, I'm good. I'll stick to weed. Weed is yeah. perfect. Weeds for so, pussies. Come get some, Monroe. Come on, baby. Come on. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I'm sorry. 
Yo, so I want to I want to circle back to your family stuff. So you were you spent a lot of time with your grandma because you went to church with your nana. Yeah, were you were you I, raised I prim- primarily by her? Oh, um, I no, yes and no, but yeah, a lot. Like we spent the weekends with Nana, or uh, I lived with my Mexican grandma, uh, Kiki. We called her that because her name was Edu Viges Morial Lugo Soto. So we called her fucking Kiki. That's a joke, but it's true. <laughs> and uh, so the, but she didn't, she didn't speak English and I didn't speak Spanish, but it was just love. It was just through, you know, she just yeah. made you food and was a sweet little old lady and always scared of everything because, you know, yeah, she knew the devil was real. <laughs> uh, and she was trying to, she was trying to tell you. <laughs> You just didn't yeah. speak Spanish, yeah. and it took ayahuasca. That's a noun for you to be like, that's what the fuck you were talking about? Who were you closer yeah. with? Were you closer yeah. with your white nana or a Mexican nana? Uh, probably nana, just because of the language barrier. But yeah, I love them both dearly. They're my, you know, they're just that yeah. sweet. Just you know, they give they give you the shirt off their back. That's they only knew love, and yeah. uh, and they give you everything. Always. They took everybody in. My my grandma Kiki. Yeah. She took everybody in. Anybody in and out of prison, in and out of the streets, molestation, whatever. She took them Mm. in. Come here, sweetie. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Nana used to be the remedy back then. I don't think the Nanas are the same. Like, I don't think today's grandmas are like the grandmas back in the day that they was like, yo, you got somebody fucked up in your neighborhood? Send them down the street to Nana's. She gonna rehab them with pancakes, some house chores, a little bit of Jesus. I don't (laughs) think that Nana exists anymore. Nana's be twerking out there now. Yo. I think the downslide of Nana's... Stop shaking your ass, Nana. Remember, remember that that machine, that thigh master thing, that uh, what's that lady, Cindy yeah. Lauper, whoever she was like showing Suzanne off. Suzanne Summers. Suzanne Summers. Susan Summers. That, Suzanne yeah, yeah. Summers. That was the downslide when Nana started toning up their thighs. That's when fucking they're like, yeah. fuck these kids, fuck this block, fuck this community. I'm getting these thighs right. Get that me was the. A- <laughs> That was the first hot Nana, and she ruined it for all of them. She ruined Yo. it. All the Nanas were like, I want to be hot like her. And then they all twerking and popping their ass. There's too many hot Nanas <laughs> out there. You're absolutely right. There's too many hot grandmas out there. You do, because we both comedians. I don't know what demographic you get to your show, but right now my demo is like 25 to like 60-something. And these 60-somethings, be at these shows polished. They be looking polished. Yeah. You were like, you a grandma? They'll be out here. We, we need Medea back. We need those we, <laughs> we need those big booties wearing those moo-moos. Yep. Those big old parachute dresses. Smell like Medea tuna a little and, bit. And and and, and, and <laughs> yeah, distinct my my grandma Mexican side, she was a big lady, and she rubbed animal lard, manteca. She'd rub animal lard on her face, 
But she had the, she had no wrinkles, bro. She had no wrinkles. Beef tallow. Yeah. I swear to God, she make beans and just go like yeah. this. I swear to God on my life. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I believe you. She didn't, Where do you think we got Vaseline bitch. from? Where do you think Vaseline? Vaseline <laughs> is fucking crude oil. And people are like, yeah, let me go. Put yeah. that Vaseline before you go outside. So I believe it. I definitely believe it. And that shit worked. But yeah, there's no they didn't wrinkle. They didn't get wet. Nothing. They were scotch guarded from the rain, bro. They were fucking greased up. That shit just hit them, <laughs> fucking beat off of them. They don't make nanas yeah. like they used to. I think my my grandma was the my grandma is a sweet lady now, but she was like my grandma was in shape for a good portion of her uh, grandmahood. As long as I remember, my grandma had a treadmill in the house. Uh, elliptical or some sort of workout shit. Like she, her goal was to keep her man happy, and then the kid, the grandkids came later. So I didn't get like the grandma that like rehabbed the whole block. But being in foster care, I had access to those nanas. That's funny. I had both because the the mm-hmm. white side she did she did the Suzanne Summer. She be exercising. She was a mm-hmm. fast lady. She had three husbands and buried them all. And my oh, she killed all was of them. The other, she she, she took. Her, she, yeah, she did. She drank them to death. She was a drinker. She'd be Chardonnay, bro. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And but my Mexican side was the more the take everybody in the big old parachute yeah. dress and and it's it's oh. all love and food and stuff. Yeah, yeah. What side did you like more? You said or you like you said you like the good balance of it. You was able to appreciate both sides. I I truly love a good balance of it, but I had mm-hmm. more fun on the Mexican side just because there was more kids, more more fireworks, more yeah. trouble, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, look, looking back, it, I probably should have went the other way a little more. <laughs> you know, is your white side more sophisticated? <laughs> like, is everybody... Because you, your dad was a bookie. That don't seem like that. Yeah, that's sophisticated. It's weird because they have aristocratic uh, uh, vibes, but it's like, and I when I analyze it, I'm like, yo, bro, we're white trash. <laughs> you know, like it's crazy. <laughs> like, it, but uh, white trash with arrogance. Uh, you mm. know, uh, they It was weird. Um, What's above they trash? Would judge. I don't even know. I I'm I just been a blue collar guy my whole life. Mm. I I just I like it that way. I don't. Yeah. I never like the upper echelons or the lower echelons. I like regular people. Yeah. I don't. I don't. That's that's who I vibe with. That's who I am, and I, I like it that way. But I just want that money. I want the upper echelon money. Get that upper echelon. <laughs> yeah, but money. Uh, when was your When's your relationship with yeah. money start? I got two more questions. Well, I got a lot more questions for you. But let me ask you, when did your relationship with money start? When were you like, yo, money is important because of X, Y, and Z? Uh, I don't know how to answer that question. So money, I've always been a hustler, and I always try to get it from a little kid. I was selling shit in in grade school, in second grade. Mm Mm-hmm. Before the Playboys entered my life, I would gather up hooker flyers off the floor in Las Vegas and sell them. 
I was okay. in second grade. I got ratted out by Jimmy. Jimmy ratted me out of the teacher, and I go to the principal's office for selling hooker flyers in second grade, bro. Isn't that crazy? My dad Damn. didn't tell me to do that. I did that on my own. And then, so, so I always wanted money, but when did I get a healthy relationship was maybe like two years ago. I've been poor my whole life until two years ago. I started making it and stand up and making money. Mm. So I, I don't know if I phrased the question right. So like, I, so like when you get a dollar from like your dad or your grandma, I feel like most kids instinct is to get that money just so they can exchange it for the thing they want. Like they don't look at the money ah. as any importance. They're just like money gets candy. But when did it become more than candy for you? When was it like money is freedom, money is respect, money is power? Like when did that click in your head? Does that make sense? Oh, or am I still rambling? As far back. Yes, yes. No, you make perfect sense. Uh, as far back as I can remember, I was always mm -hmm. like, get money, save it. I, I had like, okay. I was investing in stocks in, as a kid. Like, I'd be mm -hmm. like, hey, dad, put my money in Krispy Kreme donuts. They got a long line. And then I made 10 grand as a kid in Krispy Kreme donuts. It wasn't God until damn. I became a drug addict where I was like, I was like, sell my stock. I need some heroin. And then and then it went bad. It went real bad. <laughs> but that was later when I was an adult. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but yo, kudos for you for using an asset to feed an addiction. Like, you didn't have to go work. You didn't yeah. have to go to McDonald's. You weren't no. at McDonald's. You was fucking like, yo. Let me get a. Let me sell yeah. some of these croc stocks. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. Who taught you about money? Yeah. Who taught you? Who who taught you about stocks and all of that stuff? My my daddy, my grandpa, my mm -hmm. aunt, everyone was hustlers. Or half of them. Mm -hmm. They they all had businesses. Well, hustle means something or, different or to me. Legit. Because I know hustlers, like, I grew up with hustlers, but they didn't know, like, legit hustles. They didn't know about stocks. Stocks for them was, like, getting like getting sneakers before the release date and selling them double the price or something like, like the reseller thing. Yeah. But nobody, like, I, the people I was around who was getting money never brought up, yo, put your money in a stock. Get a bond, get a CD, get some real estate, like all of that talk that's happening in the community that I grew up in seems like it's happening within the last like five to 10 years. But you learned that early. Like your family was hustlers to the point yeah, we where are. they were like, yo, we know every hustle. We know stock, legit hustles, and we know street hustle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we did both. Okay, all right. <laughs> We did illegal and legit. Mm. Um, but the and illegal enterprises, we were never, like, no one was, my dad's a bookie, but not like the mob. Like, it, nobody lost their legs, you know? It's just, mm. like, he, it, it wasn't like that. Like, how I sold weed, like, oh, you ripped me off for an eighth? You just don't buy weed off me anymore. I'm not going to come find, I'm not going to send my cousins your way. What, over 50 oh. bucks? You're just not my friend anymore. 
It was like, bye. You know, it wasn't like that. We were baby criminals. It wasn't like, you know. Okay. Yeah. See, that's where the that's where things differ. I feel like the kids I grew up around when they sold weed, it was a lot dangerous. That seems cool. You can sell weed and be like, like that's like Pineapple Express yeah. type shit. Yeah, that's was me. Yeah. That was me. I, I swear to God. Yeah. So but I can was, get. It was a little danger. No, not saying it wasn't dangerous at sold... all. Like you sold drugs. No, but you're yeah. definitely going to jail with somebody going to try to rob you. But <laughs> you didn't have like there was no gang war. There was no gang officiation surrounded oh, no. by it. You was just getting money. No. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I got robbed a couple times, but there was no uh, there was no turf war. You know. Yeah. Yeah. What were the what was the worst? I was like, yeah. What was the one that was like, all right, I should stop selling weed? Uh just just getting uh taken to the to like a bad neighborhood and and that you know and uh I was never robbed at gunpoint, but like you just go to a house and you're like, Oh shit, I got Mm. got. You know, I gotta get out of here. you could have my money. I don't care. I just want to get out alive and get tricked, you know? Damn. And I was like, by people you thought you're, by, you think they're your friends, but they just take you yeah. to, the, to the wrong guy. Yeah. And some of my buddies would rob fools and I stopped being friends with them. I was like, what are you doing? And they're yeah. just drug addicts, you know? They'd say, meet me at the park. And then they'd fight a fool over an eight ball or whatever, Coke or heroin. And, uh, like I got pretty deep with it, but I give this analogy. I like analogies mm-hmm. to try. Like we went swimming in the deep end with with drugs and narcotics, but like mm-hmm. I held on to the side of the pool. Yeah, and and like we kept, and like, they like... kept going. They kept going. I'm like, hey, <laughs> I'm like, hey guys, yeah. what are you doing? We're going too far. And I I, yeah. I pulled it back, and they just kept going. And you, you know they're dead or in jail or fucking yeah. Was this dark? The... Were your were your friends diverse or was it like did you have white friends and Mexican friends because you went back and forth to different hoods? Um all of it, really, yeah. But uh the hood people I stopped hanging out with because we would go to the beach and they would have like a 44 Magnum under their seat. And I'm like, what are you doing? We're going surfing. We're going fucking surfing, dude. I'm like, I don't know fucking 44 mag. Fucking Mooney, this full Mooney pulled out a forty-four Yo, at in her you ain't watch, like, dog. What are you doing? You ain't watched Jaws enough. You gotta go strap. You gotta pull up to the beach ready. Like what the fuck? <laughs> We're going surfing. This this fool brings a hand cannon to the beach. He's like, stay ready. I'm like, no, dog. Enjoy the sun. Sigh. <laughs> I like guns, but not like that. I'm like, what, what are we doing? What are we doing here? Have you ever been in a situation yeah, where crazy. you got where you got pulled over and somebody had some shit in the car? Like where Yeah, I've been arrested four yeah. times, bro. I I threw firecrackers at police officers on horses before. That was an accident. Nah, I got, they deserve it. They on horses. Come on now. <laughs> It made it made the paper, and and three of them, 
and and uh how old were you i got pulled over i was 25 oh okay never mind i thought you was it's a kid. what got me into comedy yeah you know, how it's what sobered me up because i was in jail and i had four charges mm-hmm. and i was a drug addict with no outlet Mm-hmm. And my buddy, I work with Brian Granger. I work with him at Trader Joe's. And he's like, man, you're crazy. You're funny. You got to go do stand-up. And I was yeah. like, I always felt it was in my soul and I wanted to do it. But I wasn't ready because I was on drugs and being a knucklehead. And yeah. then I got arrested. I had four charges. I had assault on the officer, assault on the horse officer, possession of uh, explosive <laughs> devices, and detonation of explosive devices. And then I was like, oh, I better get sober and find uh, God and get in the stand-up. But then it, here we are 13 years later, and I barely found God two weeks ago. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> it, you got to be patient, man. Wait. They, yeah, they made I, it sound so fancy. They made it sound like you detonated a bomb. You just lit a fucking firecracker, and you threw it at a horse cop. They made it sound like it was a terrorist attack. What type of firecracker That's was what it? I said, just some good old black cats, you know, good old, good old classic. I had so uh, they, some mortars, some Roman candles. So, yeah, they couldn't do rockets. no real danger. They just be loud. They're loud, bow, but ain't nobody gonna get hurt. Yeah, the the the, the, the cop on the horse man. <laughs> <laughs> It was an accident. I didn't see him. Don't look. People are going to judge me. Honestly, I was on cocaine and whiskey, and it was an accident. And that's life. I'm sober now. It's all good. We repent. Repent, man. Re-goddamn-pent. You good. So... you that That was your Hispanic side of the town. How was birthdays? So, what was like your 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 best birthday or your worst birthday party? Where was your worst birthday party at? Oh my god, bro! Birthday parties were cracking, dude. We had we had uh, musical chairs, piñata, mm-hmm. egg toss, uh, mm. uh, music. Mm. Uh, most time, the parents would party harder than the kids. We had absolutely uh, the, the jumpies. We. My mom making enchiladas for everybody. Oh, man. Birthday parties were cracking, bro. Cracking. Mm. So much so that this year, I think I'm going to have one more big one. Throw it back like we used to at my mama's house and do piñata, egg toss, musical chairs. How old are you turning? Tacos, enchiladas, all that shit. How old are you? I forgot. 39? I was born in 89. How old am I? I don't know, I think so. Or 40. Yeah. And so the mm, 39th. <laughs> well, you turn the 40, you turn it. So, all right, cool. I'm just making sure it was like a benchmark. I think I'm turning 39. Look, I forget to. I, I'm i 37. I'm going to be 40. Wow. I'm old, bro. Because I think I got to do the math. <laughs> I'm turning 40 in May, I believe. 2024, I was born in 84. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 40 in... in yeah, 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 that's right, man. I'm turning 40. Wow. All right, shit. Yo, then turn up. Let's... Get the piatas. Get yeah. everything. Turn the fuck up. Enjoy it. All it. Yeah, but those what parties it? were cracking, dude. Oh, my Yeah, so you, did you, so you never had to have, like, a birthday party at McDonald's or... 
Where did I go? My first time to LA, I went to somebody took me to a spot to do comedy, and it was a pizza shop slash laundromat. And there was a birthday party going on in the side, on the other side where there was a comedy show going on. And I was like, that gotta be the worst birthday party ever. Like people are you're the last priority. Like you're this there. <laughs> like yeah, you know what I mean. Like it was just weird. That sounds like that's, that's that sounds like a shitty show and a shitty birthday party. <laughs> no, it was a terrible like show. A Everything shitty. was mediocre. The fucking the <laughs> the pizza was trash. the The comedy was okay. I won't say the comedy was trash. The mic system was good for that type of situation where you're like, oh shit, they really can't hear on that other side, but. When you make eye contact with a kid who's just trying to eat his pizza, and you're like trying to live out your dream, and this kid is just like, I just want to eat a slice. I don't want to hear the sadness. (laughs) And then there's people washing their clothes. You're you're like, what is... That's the first time I've ever seen that. What is this? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen that before. That's only some L.A. shit. I've never seen that combo. So I assumed yeah, that yeah, he was the, the only place. one that had a party there. Like, there was other people that had parties there. So I was trying to see if you had, like, parties. What would be the equivalent equivalent to a party like that in your life? I mean, I definitely went to Chuck E. Cheese for some birthday parties, but we did them in our backyard, in front yard. Chuck E. Cheese we ain't bad. At home. You think Chuck E. Cheese bad? I would think Chuck E. Cheese it is, is a step up the- from a home party. No, go to Chuck E. Cheese in the hood. And- <laughs> it's crazy. Oh shit! Go to go to Chuck E. Cheese where they got metal detectors. Yo, the baby strapped. The baby can't come in here with his hat on. Like they telling you, the baby, the baby can't come in with boots. They're like, no boots, no fittings. Yeah. Take the hat off. <laughs> Nigga, it's Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> check, check his socks. Check his socks. <laughs> he, he got a he got a twenty two in his diaper bag. He got Yo. a twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the one thing I noticed about Chuck E. Cheese. I took my nephew to Chuck E. Cheese years ago because there's one, like, uh, not too far from me. And it don't smell like pizza. Like, their main purpose is their pizzeria with video games, and the last smell is pizza. Like, you don't smell pizza being made or anything in Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, they, that's the they devil. Just, that's the motherfucking devil. Like- I agree. Yeah. <laughs> it's pla- they g- give me your kids toys made in China with lead and they're going to get, they chew on it. And they got plastic cheese. There's no health in there. There's no God in Chucky. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, toys were definitely made out of hazardous, a lot of hazardous materials back then. Like, that's so, like, I think a leading cause of kid cancer was, like, G.I. Joe and 
other kids. That, I believe it. Other toys that kids put in their mouth. Because when did kids start getting cancer? That is like an old person disease for a long time. Yeah, it's all environmental. There's asbestos in our walls and in our in our insulation. It's it, mm-hmm. that it's like that's it's crazy, bro. Nah. They're giving them fucking. Uh, there's they're giving kids oxycontin now and for what? amphetamines. What's the oxy do? Uh, What's I don't the oxy know. for? I've seen it. Oxycontin is. You seen somebody and, giving uh, them oxycontin? Giving the kid an oxy? No, they like, was I it saw wrapped it on. Oh. I saw it on the. No, I saw it on the news. They approved uh, oxycontin in low doses for children in pain or something like. Oh. It's crazy. I never saw it firsthand, but I I see the uh, regulations allowing it. That's yeah. what I saw, and mm. I know parents will give it to him anything to get Timmy to calm down. Yeah. He's hyper. I don't want to deal with him. Take this heroin in a pill. Yo, they've been prepping kids, kids for a while speed. though. They've been prepping kids. Remember Smarties? I think Smarties was the gateway to all this other shit. Like, they look just like every other prescription pill. Yeah. Different colors and everything. All chalky. Yep. Yeah, everybody like got shit. it. Just, yeah. <laughs> Smarties is the gateway to fucking prescription drugs. Yeah, man. It's just crazy. It's, 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 yeah. No, what was it's all uh, connected in my head, in my all, opinion? It's all connected. What was I want to get back to your childhood? Were you able to call your mom by her first name, like your parents? How were you able to address them? Were you able to like address them by the first name, or what? Did it have to be like a mom and dad, or? Yeah, I was a little shit. I called them by their names and stuff, and ran them up. And yeah, I lack of respect, but yeah, they beat yeah, your ass for I'm it. Not proud of it, but yeah. Uh, sometimes my daddy would, my mom would like it didn't hurt, and I would laugh. But <laughs> it was I was nothing made sense in my household. Like mm-hmm. if I got suspended from school, my dad would fake spank me and be like, "Fuck the teacher," you know, mm-hmm. and. uh but then I might get my ass whooped when he was drunk and in a mood or, you know, and it didn't make any sense. Nah. Um, and he, he wasn't so violent. He, he just was, uh, scary, you know, mm. that makes sense. Like loud. And, uh, and, yeah. He only played with, no, he was like, just, just a no nonsense, you know? He would only play with us when he was drunk and somebody would get hurt, you know. Mm. He did the best. I love my daddy and it's all good. I'm sure he was tortured by his daddy, so he did the best yeah. he could with what he had, with the skills he had. And yeah. he's got a lot of love in his heart, but he just didn't know. He didn't know. So he would, yeah. you know, you're five, he'd be like, shut the fuck up, you know. He'd be like, oh shit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he just, that was, he didn't, he was handling life. I don't, I don't. I don't, uh, who, I harbor no who didn't know you up. couldn't, who didn't know you couldn't play with your kids drunk? Like, no one says that. The doctor doesn't tell you that. Like, hey, you gonna want to be no. sober when you tossing them up in the air. <laughs> yeah. I, 
Yeah. A lot of head injuries, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good that you got that type of outlook on life and that you understand your parents were just parenting. They were doing what they thought would. They're yeah. still living their life. You know what I mean? Like, now that I'm an adult and I see how other people handle their kids, I'm like, fuck, you still are trying to manage your adult life. And then you got to make time for your kids and and how you, like, raise them. And sometimes you don't have time, so you're just always reacting. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, I know a lot of kids yeah. that got hit just because that was their mom's reaction. Like, their mom just, that hand just went back. It just no. You remember that uh, movie? Was it Rookie of the Year with the kid who could throw the fastball? Yeah, Smack. that's what that yeah. shit like. Whack. Like I knew kids who just got their ass beat just for the sake of getting their ass beat. It was no yeah, rhyme or reason to it. Whack. Yeah. Yep. And he said <laughs> in the doctor's office, he smacked the doctor and he said, "Monkey butt loving." He's like, "Did you yep. just say monkey like, butt loving?" Love it? And that was like the closest you ever get to a curse word in a PG movie. You're like, ah, oh, shit, yeah. fucking mother like, What the fuck? Yeah. This ain't motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. No, they were just surviving. They're just surviving. Yeah. I don't blame anybody surviving. They're doing the best they can with what they have. Yeah. What's your relationship like with them yeah. now? Like, do you still have a relationship uh, with my daddy yet? Yeah. Oh yeah, we got fish tacos yesterday. We're ta- we went to the pet store to get dog dewormer um to take to get rid of parasites. So was, that's funny. Isn't that funny? Me and my dad went to PetSmart to buy dog dewormer so we could drink it. <laughs> there's parasites oh. and there's worms in meat. If you eat meat, you got parasites. What? And all you gotta do is go take some dog dewormer and get rid of it. Yeah, I, I know that thought... sounds crazy, but I swear to God. No, that's uh, that does sound crazy. I'm not gonna lie. But I I was with you. <laughs> I was with you until you said that part. Until you were like, uh, oh shit. Until you were like, and we take it. I was like, oh, good dog to worm it. Yeah, give it to your dog. Like maybe y'all adopted a dog together. We don't have a dog. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wait, so wait. Who initiated no, that, was- that? That was your dad's idea or your idea? To go get the dog to worm. His buddy, uh, his buddy had cancer mm-hmm. and parasites and was dying. And he, uh, he, he hang. They're just different, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. rather than go to chemo, he took dog to wormer. Yeah. And he survived three years now. They said he was going to die. So three shit. years on dog to wormer, because because if you eat meat, you get parasites. Yeah. Parasites can even be in fruit. They could be worms in a nectarine. Mm. And your dog gets it. Your cat gets it. Why wouldn't you get it? You eat sushi, you got parasites. Yeah. Just Google parasites and meats. Uh, Mexican culture, the reason they cook carne asada and they burn it was to kill the parasites because it was cheap meat and it had worms. They didn't mm. want the worms. They didn't want the parasites. So they burnt the meat to cook it out. Yeah. Now, of course, you can go to a human doctor and get real human dewormer, but it's, it's the same fucking ingredient. I don't have insurance, mm. so I just go to the PetSmart, and you get dog to worm, or you drink a packet, and you get rid of your parasites. It sounds crazy, but I... How, hey, if your dog gets parasites, if your cat gets parasites, they exist, bro. There's parasites in us, and you just get some dewormer. 
Yeah. They I say agree. that's what Alzheimer's is, the plaque in your brain. I they, they I agree. They, they don't Yeah, yeah. With the whole cuz now that I have a cat and a dog and the way that we're supposed to feed our dog and all that stuff, I'm like, "Oh, why wouldn't that apply to humans too?" Like they say don't feed your dog table food, but the table but the food that we eat if it's not good for the dog, then why would it be good for us? You know, like I got specially made yeah. dog food. Like I got, we got like shit that you got to get shipped. And I'm like, well, why would I just order Chick-fil-A? <laughs> why would yeah, I just dang. do that? But no, I understand who. So um, what happened? What was the side effect of taking you know dog food warmers? Did you get to see what happened? Nothing. It's like taking an aspirin. You don't even notice. Um, the funniest part is I know that the meat system is dirty, you know, mm -hmm. like the way we do it. It's not grass fed cows roaming the, the pasture anymore. The mm -hmm. shit is dark, dude. Yeah. But I, my head is like, I love steak. I love cheeseburgers. I'm not going to quit meat. So I'll take dog to wormer to, to fight the worms, the parasites. So and what does like it look monthly, like? Did you shit out worms? Do you shit out worms? Like, what's the poop no, like? What's it? What's the effect it has no, on nothing. your body? Can you see nothing? Oh. It's it's microscopic. You just pee it out. Your liver and tummy oh. handle business, and it just turns into regular poop, regular piss. Your body takes care of itself and heals itself. And in mm. fact, if ever you're sick, just starve yourself fast. Look up Doctor Sebi. They killed that fool. Go yeah. to the jungle. Don't listen to Big Pharma. They're the, they're the devil. They're a profit-driven business. They don't care about you. They want yeah. your money. They want your kids. They're coming. Wake up. But, go to the jungle. Dr. Sebi, baby. Dog the wormer. No, can I pay somebody to go to the jungle, though? Because I don't want to go to the jungle. Like, I don't got no guide to tell me what to eat and what not to eat. So I would I'll, need somebody you, to bro. go Come to the to jungle. I'm not going to the jungle. I would pay somebody to grab it like a go. fucking like a, a, a task rabbit or like a, like those those shoppers at Costco. Like, can I do that? You, <laughs> you don't have to go to the jungle. You could you could just uh, uh, fast for three days and eat a gang of papayas. You so can go I, to a bodega, just get some papaya. Mango, you know, some God's fruit, non-GMO, non-manipulated, old school, ancient foods, ancient grains. You know, what's, you, know? you know what's crazy? I live, I live in an area that I like saying predominantly other because it's it's mixed around here. There's Spanish, there's Asian, there's uh, like that European, like that that poor European that don't get commercials. You know, what I'm talking about. Like that European where yeah. they like, yo, these motherfuckers equivalent to Africa and nobody's saying yeah. shit. We get them over here too. So that that allows us to have fresh fruit and veggies and all of that stuff because they don't really eat that many fast food chains. Like they don't support that shit because no one really speaks the language. They would have to convert the whole menu. So they we get a lot of like... Um, like a lot of just like produce stands that are just in the middle of the street that have all types of shit, like shit with like spikes on it, fucking weird shaped shit. That's like yeah, yeah, shit you only see in Zelda. That's what. That's what. 
That's where you want to go. <laughs> You'll go, 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 go to any, any ethnic, anybody mm-hmm. super ethnic. Go eat what they're eating. I'm serious. Yeah. Go get soursop, bitter melon, jackfruit, yeah. all that shit, and starve yourself and only eat, only eat once a day or zero times a day, and just eat yeah. fruit. Or fruit juices, is that what you're on now? And you'll kill the the parasites. I'm trying when to you, get it get it right. Yeah. I I I be I be fucking up. Yeah, I ain't in and out. You know, I'm human. It's okay. How often do you fuck up? <clears throat> oh, the never ending cycle, my man. I'm, uh, yeah, uh, all the time. Just fucking. St- Trying to quit weed, and I want to go to my daddy's house right now and smoke up and take some dog to wormer, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was more I, so uh, talking I about food. I, I, yeah. Oh, food. Uh, food. I was tough. talking about yeah, like sugar. fasting and a stuff. Lot, yeah. A lot of, a lot of ex drug addicts love that sugar. I don't know what it is, but. It fucking sugar's got a hold of me, bro. But I try to do it in fruit now. So instead of eating a fucking cake, I'll eat a half a melon or a whole yeah. cantaloupe or watermelon. You know, oh. I try to switch it. It's like, okay, I need sugar, but I'm going to eat God sugar with fiber so my body could digest it. Like you try mm. to have it in its original form. Instead of having an eight ounce glass of orange juice, just eat fucking four oranges, yeah. you know? You're going to get all that fiber to help you digest it rather than just a, a sugar rush. Even yeah. though it's natural sugar, it's still sugar. And it's mm. it's uh and they say you get it better that way anyways. You get all the H3O2s and stuff. And it, and it, and it, and it's I don't understand it, but I just listen to people like Dr. Sebi, uh yeah. Dr. Morse, any anybody who's getting flagged by the government. That's who I listen to. Mm. What age did you discover this? Censoring the was real this, truth. Was this when you started ayahuasca or was this before ayahuasca? Like this health journey. Oh. Like where did this come from? I, um, I always knew something was wrong, but mm-hmm. uh, when I finally started to practice what I preach, I, uh, recent times, the pandemic, I tried, mm. like, basically this year, I'm trying to get my health in order. But mm. I mean, I'm different, bro. I, I ate a quarter of mushrooms when I was 16 years old. I never really thought what everybody thought. Yeah. I never, uh, I I mean, I don't want to say it, but I thought 9-11 was an inside job in 02, you know? Like, yeah. now people are, like, coming to that realization 20 years my my tweaker uncle has been telling us the devil is going to chip us since 1992. Okay? Yeah. Like, and now it's coming. Now they talk about that little rice grain in your right hand. Take the digital. But we already chip. chipped. It's coming, bro. That's why I'm. We chipped. Nah, it's. We chipped, chipped with these. Chip. We chipped with these. Yeah. We chipped with anything. That you gotta like your credit card is chipped. I'm pretty sure they're gonna find a, a technology that can track anything that has hey, to connect to hey. Wi-Fi. What's up? Yes, but it's not in you. <laughs> you could put it down. You could leave your wallet at home. You could leave your phone at home and go to. But the that's jungle. the. But that's the trick, though. They know they don't have to put it in you. They're like, why put it in them when they're gonna pay? top dollar to wear it and carry it around everywhere they go. 
Like I like you've been on vacation. You've been the islands that don't got uh uh like proper running water. They be like, hey, don't drink that water. Only use it to brush your teeth. But they got Wi-Fi. They go make sure you connected to that grid. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm saying. No, I mean, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm like the saying... chip thing already happened. And they don't got to get us to put it inside of us because we're already volunteering to walk around with it all day. I agree to some extent, but they want—they okay. always want more. They want yeah. more control. They want a cashless society to mm-hmm. where if you speak up, they turn off your money and you're banished. And uh, I know that sounds crazy, but every day that goes by, it's getting a little bit more real. You hear that Nazi Mr. Davos talking about it. I don't know who Mr. Davos is, but are you pro You don't even know who the World Economic Forum is? No, motherfucker. I'm pro. (laughs) Yeah, Google that. Google that. For me, bring it up. World Economic Forum. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. uh, I'll uh, I'll put a video because I don't want to read. I don't want to read. Yeah, exactly. I'm the same. It's so funny to me that that people like well don't even know about this shit and this Nazi yeah. is trying to take over the world. Mm, and it's and okay. it, that's how good the game is. They don't even know. And they say it in their words. This isn't even my words. Okay. He said in an interview, there's a war on humanity and don't worry, we will win. That was his mm. words out of his mouth in a speech. Also, he's wearing like a Darth Vader cloak. And you're like, I don't trust this motherfucker. And then he has a book called uh, uh, Agenda 2030. And motherfuckers mm. be like, there's no agenda. I'm like, there's a book. There's a book. Yeah. He wrote it. It's called Agenda. And then they're like, there's so, no narrative. I'm like, that's part two. It's called The Great Narrative. They wrote it out. It's all in their book. And they think I don't know they, they get people like me... Go to Amazon and Google uh, Charles Schwab, Agenda 2030, The Great Reset, and The Great Narrative. And then they they make fun of all these crazy fucks, and they got books with the... It's in the title. It's in the... It's just like how coronavirus came from bat soup right next to the coronavirus factory. Get the fuck out of here, bro. There's a coronavirus factory? I thought it was from a bat. I'm sorry, laboratory. I I speak different. (laughs) Exactly. I thought yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought somebody was yeah. making bad tacos. Yeah, and then, I'll eat that. <laughs> eat <a bad> taco. <laughs> All right, wait. Can you find anything for me? <laughs> we can. I want to watch those videos on the Patreon or something. I'm gonna watch those videos later because I'm not as kid. I'm. I loosely believe conspiracy theories, like loosely meaning like if they sound entertaining. And I'm like, oh, okay. Let's see where this can go. Let's see if this pop up again. So I wanna, I wanna, I wanna investigate this. I wanna watch this. All right. So one more question. I'll let you go after this because man, we've been talking for an hour. Actually, sorry. Uh... I'll send you some stuff now that now that I know you're willing to hear the truth. <laughs> Yo, they're fucking coming, bro. We're two clicks away. We're two What's your, clicks what, away. Get your guns. Pray to God. Let's go. What do you think your family motto is? 
If your family had a motto, what would it be? <laughs> Ignore it. <laughs> Ignore it. <laughs> um, yeah, nobody handles nothing. Uh, yeah, but, uh, just like family motto. I I, mm-hmm. I take that back. I take that back. Just laugh. Just laugh. Nah. We'd be laughing at atrocities and horrible things to heal and deal with stuff. Yeah. We're just a, we're, we're, my Mexican side, they're all comedians. Shit, my white side too. Every, like some of my uncles are funnier than me. My cousins, yeah. mm-hmm. my cousin Sean, one of, Groucho, aka Groucho yeah. from Southeast yeah. LA. He's, a, that motherfucker is the funniest motherfucker I ever met in my life. He's got jokes for days. Mm-hmm. He just speaks in stand up. Yeah. But he does. He never did it. He just went to gang, gang bang. He's retired now, though. He's good. He's a. I mean, now he got time ball. to do stand up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got two teardrops, you know. But not, you know, in the nineties in prison. Now mm-hmm. face tattoos are common. Yeah. Anyways, he got the but he's a teardrops. But he, uh, okay. you know. Yeah, he's all he, right. Yeah, he's he's crazy. He's crazy. Yo. But I love him. He's nothing but respect. Yeah. Yo, Craig, thank you for just, coming just on, laugh. man. Yeah, just laugh. I like that. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate the time, man. My verdict, based off all the relatable shit that you said, like everything you were saying, I could relate to your lifestyle. I was like, you're definitely public property. You're going to be in that group home. They would have had you there. You'd have, you'd have been getting your hair braided and everything, dog. You'd have been <laughs> in these group homes. So I deem you public property on my end, but it's up to the listeners to be like, ah, this seems like the normal American upbringing. Like this is like this is what um, Americans go through. Like this is the norm, but I don't think it's the norm. I think you public property. I thought, I thought that too. <laughs> I I thought yeah. that my childhood was normal, and then I tell stories, and people are like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I started this podcast. You know, most people go to the park. Yeah. I started this podcast because when people go, oh, what was it like growing up in foster care? And I'll be like, okay, well, X, Y, and Z. Or I'll say something so matter of fact. They're like, what? That's that's not normal. I'm like, says who? <laughs> so. It's like normal for me. It's normal for me. But, dog, I appreciate your time. Tell these people where they can find you. Hey, uh, CraigConit.com, Craig P. Conant on all social media platforms. Much love to you. Respect. No. Thank you so much, Peace man. Peace to all y'all. Peace.